Hey, Kylie Cooper. Hello, Tyson. <laughs> Thank you so much for meeting me and having a yeah. chat about this yeah. big topic. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, we um, got your email. You're looking to um, homeschool your bub, and um, yeah, yeah, just trying to trying to get across that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's huge. It's a, it's, it's huge. a difficult time for homes homeschooling at the moment. Um, and unfortunately, that's um. You know, homeschooling is something that's adopted by, you know, elements of the community increasingly who were, um, you know, let's just say batshit crazy and, um, and in increasing numbers and doing all kinds of weird and dangerous stuff. So, um, so I think, I think we're, yeah, we're looking down the barrel of a lot of, I mean, it's, it's gotten increasingly restrictive over the last 10 years. I did, I did used to do a lot of consult consults for um, homeschooling communities. Right. Um, yeah, you know, particularly people who were net, networking together and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I used to do that pro rata because, you know, it's just like they were really struggling, you know, it's not like they can afford to pay Absolutely. somebody to help them out with curricula and all that sort of thing. Yeah, it's hard um, going. Yeah, I've seen quite a few shut down and, and I've seen a sort of the inspections sort of ramp up over the years and ramp up and ramp up and um, it's sort of become increasingly difficult and I think that's going to that's going to escalate over the next year. So, you know. Yeah. It, it seems like there's a focus by the government on curriculum. So I can see yeah. that kind of going side by side. But you you have a, you know, a career background in like risk management and all kinds of stuff like that. So you'll be, you'll be fine with the yeah. mountains, mountains of paperwork you're going to have to do and uh, all that's kinds right. of, you know, compliance things you're going to have to go through. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm not shy of that, um, you know, but I, I the, the thing I really want to do is provide my son um, a rich learning and growing environment. You know, mm. I think I, I look at them as two separate things. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's, I don't know, it's, um, I don't know, the, the world's changed quite a bit over the last couple of years, not quite sure where it's all going to land. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, having, I know, a lot of us spending more time, so much time with our kids at home. You know, it's in some ways it's less rich because they're not spending time with other children, uh, or they haven't spent time with other children the way they the way they might have. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, they're getting so much more of a uh, connection with parents. It's sort of you know um, mm. we're, we're, <laughs> we're kind of reluctant to step back from that. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that, and I think also it's really given a lot of parents a perspective on how a school day runs in reality. Yeah. Um, and especially for those children who might not um, learn very well in that school setting, just mm. how how much they're missing. You know, it's mm. um, it was eye opening for me, and I. You know, I, I feel really sad that now my son's sort of not as curious as he used to be and mm. just, you know, the, the whole, um, I, I'm, I'm kind of feeling a bit terrified at the moment because to, to step back from a, a social um, institution mm. and realise that that, in fundamental construct of is really embedded in me yeah and so i'm having that as well mm. <laughs> it's well, really it, big it is it is tricky because i mean the the nature of the society that we're having to live in is quite is quite fragmented you know community doesn't really exist in this society 
So, I mean, really, ideally, you know, homeschooling is not ideal. Um, what's what would be ideal is community schooling, like yeah. you know, children when embedded I... embedded in community life and learning from you know many adult mentors, and that's um. So that's that's something that I always try and get homeschoolers doing is networking and making sure that their children are going to get heaps of um, you know heaps of experience with a range of adult mentors and yeah you know, be able to see as much of the community as possible and and learn and be in their landscape you know because yeah, in definitely. the end from an Aboriginal pedagogy perspective yeah the the sentient landscape is you know, the, your pedagogies come from that, but also the, the land itself is, is a teacher, you know, um, completely. You know, it's a sentient entity that um, that gives instruction. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. And actually last year it was particularly difficult with the lockdowns and um, I had been studying mental health and was one of the modules included, you know, Indigenous mental health care models and I just don't understand why we just don't do it that way it just doesn't mm. make any sense to me at all like mm. why is it so hard well I guess uh, your background in risk management you'd understand how much Compliance. you know things well <laughs> you know in terms of when you centralize authority and and sort of you know do that it does streamline a lot of things make things a lot, a lot of things efficient but in order to have any kind of accountability in there and, and to have the least amount of corruption possible, there has to be a bunch of metrics that are followed. And then, but then also because of the election cycles, et cetera, you know, the metrics that are chosen often, you know, have to be about what the issues of the day are and what people are most passionate about and what people get most angry about. And, um, you know, and they can't measure relationships and they can't measure actions, you know, all they can measure is things. And so it's units produced. And it starts to get scary when you think about what are the units of value that are being produced and, and what's being measured here. Um, you know, so the metrics that they, they measure, of course, they're not going to, you know, speak to the, the whole health of the matter. community and the child and the family and everything else. Um, you know, so it, it's, it's understandable. I mean, it's, it's only possible if we, if we had like, you know, if every bioregion was its own sovereign community, um, then it would be possible to do an indigenous model. But it is not possible to do an indigenous model um, of anything um, under a, a, a big federal, um, you know, you know, massive national sort of uh, structure where authority is centralised. Is there no example of that happening anywhere? Um, nothing that lasts. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, in in some places there. Are, Ironically, there are places in Europe that are able to do it better because, <laughs> you know, their provinces, etc., have have a lot more sovereignty. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the political system, like in Italy, for example, is so unstable that <laughs> centralized control is a bit of a joke. Yeah. And so, you know, you've got all your regions where people are speaking pretty much their own dialects. Yeah. There and and you know uh, have quite a bit of autonomy and a strong sense of community and extended family. Um, and, you know, they have things, you know, state things called communes, you know, in those places. Yeah. So it's it's possible to have that if you, you know, even the infrastructure of your town is still set up on a medieval model, you know, that has the affordances of a, you know, a, a central square and, a you know, a spring in the square with a fountain yeah. and people, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, um, a, that yeah. doesn't exist in the colonies. I, like, oh, I just don't think you can do it, it in doesn't. the colonies. So out of Italy, you get the Emilia-Romagna model okay. and Mont Montessori and yeah, like a whole yeah. heap of different uh, things there that go really well, mm. uh, which all are, are all about the sovereignty of the, the child and the, the connection of the child to their environment and their community and, you know, yeah. but particularly about learner autonomy and, and all these sorts of things. And they can work in those places. Um, you know, they don't work here. You can have a go at Steiner if you like, but it's so horrendously grounded in anthroposophy and, theosophy which are really eugenics based models coming out of yeah. you know blavatsky and, and a whole heap of weirdness yeah. from back in the day about Aryan, a bit crazy Aryan supremacy <laughs> that sort yeah. of thing yeah um, speaking of which you're a cooper is that you, you're not a black coop you're not like an aboriginal cooper no that's, that's my big, husband that's a big family down here but <laughs> husband's name he's um 
he's from Liverpool actually, so right. um, English, and I think his great great grandfather was from Spain. He jumped off the ship at Liverpool docks, you know, apparently, and um, right, yeah. So, uh, but I, I lived out there for nine years, but I, I've we've been back here for twelve, and. Mm. Um, my son's 10 or just about to turn 10. And so we've done, uh, you know, four years of school. One year was mm -hmm. probably okay. Mm -hmm. uh, the rest of it's just been, yeah, just mm -hmm. a, a series of battering him into feeling like he can't learn anything. And it's just, it's cruel and unusual, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It can be. Oh. Yeah. Um. Some kids are just made for it. Yeah. Well, we won't um, delve too much into the critique of, of what what is, because uh, that's usually a, a good sign that, like, I think alarm bells go off if you're looking at any education models and, you know, everything in the model is always prefaced with, you know, how bad the current system is. That's a red flag for you to go, ah, oh, okay, this is uh, based on pseudoscience and probably something weird. This is going to be a cult. <laughs> be careful. Yeah, be careful. And oh my God, now they're selling supplements as well. Okay, I know. <laughs> this is really bad. <laughs> There's a lot of them, so be careful. And and even with um, a lot of homeschooling networks and stuff like that, like do your homework first because they might seem nice at the start and then yeah. Um, yeah, things get weird. Anyway, um, yeah, so they're the red flags to look out for. But you, um, as much as possible, yeah, network with your community. It doesn't have to be like-minded people and, and other people who are homeschooling. But um, you know, um, you know, whatever There's you can people get. who can help with skills. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, there'll be you know that you know, farriers. Farriers yeah. love to love to have kids around and show them show them the ropes. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's Isn't it always so strange that this is unusual people in every community who are just longing to have children in their workspaces that's true you know you won't find much of that in the knowledge economy you know and in in sort of desk jobs and the sort of things that you've done before but yeah but no kid wants to be in a in a cubicle anyway so uh, <laughs> i don't know but, many adults that want to be either yeah but there's a world of work out there where you know people would love to have you know children around from time to time yeah that's a really um, good point yeah. So, I mean, I guess, you know, if, if you are looking for Aboriginal inspired pedagogy, then, you know, it all comes back to land and community. Um, also, yeah. you know, ways of thinking that, um, that uh, are kind of, that lead you in directions that are multimodal, you know, so that you're doing everything you need to do for literacy, but yeah. not, not everything is print-based. I mean, you need yeah. to make sure they have mastery of that, but there are so many more mediums that people need to have mastery of now, you know. It's, yeah. um, you know, you, you want them learning basic code. Yeah. You know, yeah. you'll need it. You want them learning, you know, computer literacy, how to spot um, a bullshit website, you know, sure. <laughs> um, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. There's a whole heap of different literacy. But then there's just the human stuff as well. So that you know, um, he's able to develop his orality, yeah. You know, and um, but also visual literacy, you know, being able to convey meaning through symbols, through images, being yeah. able to interpret meaning through symbols and images, really important, massive part of um, Aboriginal pedagogy as well. Yeah, he's super um, artistic. So yeah, um, very talented, um, amazing. Could pick picked up a pencil at two and just start yeah. going. You know. Yeah. So but I've got to hook everything onto that. There's the skill side of that, but then there's the meaning-making side that's more important. Yeah. So whether yeah. someone's a talented artist or not, the the ability to make and interpret meaning mm -hmm. um, through image is um is just is just absolutely crucial. I mean, you know, it's you could have a human being who's very talented at um at creating patterns and images and you know uh, sketches and all these things but so you know i've got yeah. an app for i've got an app that can do that well, on that's the phone. very true there's ais that can do that 10 times better than most human beings oh. already so um you know but what is it that the ai can't do yeah you know um i mean i guess a lot of this is about reclaiming you know a lot of what is human um the the other thing i guess uh, about schools a lot is the increasingly um 
one of the units of value that's coming out of that it's not just producing workers for a workforce it's also students are a, a source of uh, data mining now as well yeah. so it's um you know that's the other thing you obviously would be looking to reclaim is is just you know the human side of you know being somebody who is not a a data extraction point. Yeah, um, absolutely. And you have no yeah. choice. You know, the, the kids are signed up to prescribe yeah. everything that the exactly. school chooses. And exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. quite scary, actually. And that's a, a lot of the education stuff you find online will be doing the same thing anyway. But it's I mean, it's just the same thing. That said, the McDonald's maths um, stuff is pretty good thing that yeah. can be a, a self <laughs> guiding thing for mastic for kids to go through the website um you know, <laughs> it goes through all the all the stuff they need to do and that's married to the curriculum right the way through and it was the last time i looked at it anyway oh really yeah that's um, amazing so god knows um yeah sometimes you gotta you gotta have some truck with the devil there and um <laughs> so you'll find really good curriculum in some really weird places yeah, it, it is quite funny how a lot of those organisations with such a bad rap have had to try to make themselves look a bit better by giving the community back something that's useful. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, there, there are a lot of free resources available now that um, just that do make homeschooling uh, a bit less intensive on the parent. Yeah, okay. I think well. um, so there's a lot of, um, you know, intuitive, you know, self-guided, you know, games, resources, um, yes. you know, uh, instructional videos, series of instructional videos and they yeah. can go through and then, you know, you can go and wash the dishes and, and, you know, still do those things that need doing. Yeah. Yeah. Watch days of our lives, smoke a cigarette, whatever you need to do. <laughs> um, do they still have days of our lives? I don't even I don't know. Even know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I don't even I don't even know what daytime <laughs> television looks like after yeah. about thirty years ago. So, but um, yeah. So, uh, like a quick bit of a audit, I guess. Um, and start with your land. Like, um, so where are you situated in? Yeah, on morning on the Mornington Peninsula. Oh, the wrong land. Oh, geez. Um. Okay. Well, you're in a good spot. Yeah, we're in a great spot. There's some mm. fabulous nature areas and, uh, well, one Indigenous teacher that I've, I've done some walks with and, um, you know, so I'll, I'll be contacting him. And, mm. you know, I guess it's um, really also listening to my son to see what sparks his interest too because it, it's really trying to get that curiosity back mm. because he's just been slammed mm. um which you know is is really hard um as a parent when you see your kid just mm. you know lose hope for the fact that they just can't learn in the time frame and the slots yeah well the, um, the land the land does that and, and is you know and, and is always loving and gentle with the kids around mm. that and particularly here that's that's that you know bundles law is, yeah you know half of it's about children and, and yeah. caring for them you know um yeah so you know you, you're in a really good spot lovely really gentle landscape um loving landscape um but also plenty to see in terms of see half of it's going to be about inquiry and observation mm. you know and and looking for the links between things yeah you know so starting to notice um you know the the timings of things and anticipating them so when this tree flowers i also see that this is happening um yeah i found you know, a great reason when the wombats wombats are on the move yeah this is happening you know it's yeah and, th and there are those calendars the seasonal calendars that'll get you started like that and that's a starting point but you know most of your most of the inquiry there will be an observation um yeah, and I can I can give you some tips for when you work walking country how to read country in that yeah, way. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, mm. um, I think that's exactly where to start, isn't it? Especially when you've got someone who's feeling just so dislocated from yeah, yeah, um, yeah. right on the land. Mm. Look, just the and the best. I mean, the best way to start with getting things in your filters is. Um, and, and it's a good way to start with young young kids is is looking for it's just that concept of same and different yeah 
Yeah. So you're looking for same, 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 and then different. Okay. So observing, looking for where the changes happen. Yeah. But then actually trying to pinpoint, you know, so this is all tea tree, tea tree, tea tree, and now it's there's wattle. Mm. Okay. At yeah. what point? At what point does it become different? Or what time? Yeah. At what point does it become wattle country? And, and we look at that. He's trying to find that place. Yeah. Yeah. He finds you might find there isn't really a, a precise spot where that happens and so you start to understand that liminality and the way that opposites interact and then you know and then you're finding that idea of edge you know in permaculture yeah and you know i'm really feeling even while you're talking just that sense of um movement in myself like yeah this experience of yeah that i don't really have an edge either Mm. and that it's okay that that change is happening yeah that's yeah, I, I really That's like that. Yeah. Well, all of like all the, the most powerful stuff in creation and the big lessons, the learnings, the knowledge, the magic all happens in the places in between mm. in the landscape. These are where this is where your plant teachers, animal teachers, water, land, skies, everything. This is where it really opens up for you. Yeah. You know, in the places in between. And that's I mean, it's it's, it's just so incredibly exciting. So even just following, uh, looking for, you know, at what point, so I'm thinking in the morning to peninsula in where you are going, okay, at what point does it stop being fresh, uh, stop being saltwater country and start being freshwater country? Yeah. How does the freshwater get to the sea here? You know yeah. what I mean? So and what what's are the, happening along what, that way? what's the above ground stuff, but then what's the below ground? Where's that water? And even just, um, you know, and a good exercise is anywhere where you're standing, a good way to come into place is to um, imagine a big tank of water being sort of dropped there or a big storm hitting, you know, yeah. and trying to imagine, okay, to try and track where the water would flow. Yeah. And so have your boy, like, look and see where would the water go if we drop water right here, a big bunch of water, where would it go? All right, now follow that. Mm. And so you start walking along those paths alongside where the water would go. And that's where you find that's where you find things. That's how ultimately you find where the water is. Uh, either above and what ground a beautiful or below practice. ground. And yeah, but it also really brings you into the place because you're not just exploring, you know, a yeah. straight rot line or randomly through the landscape. You're actually following, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That path. And that's um, a connection. You're following where the where the flows are happening in the land. And that's where a lot of that's where things happen. Because mm. you've got that edge there between wet and dry as well. So you've got the yeah. same same different happening. And you start to notice where the grass is greener. Yeah. Uh, if all the trees are seeming to lean towards or reach towards a certain point, it's like, well, we need to investigate there. You know, um, where yeah. is the bird activity happening? Where are all the bird droppings going? What are the insects doing? Um, how are all these things interacting? Because then, then your son becomes a holistic thinker, becomes a systems thinker, um, somebody who can see, you know, the, the larger patterns in things. And that's increasingly, if we're talking about, you know, a desired outcome being preparing children for a workplace in a world that they're going to emerge into that's the kind of stuff you need to be doing yeah that's right not just this command and control do as you're told self-management bloody (laughs) um you know all the other stuff i mean it's currently our education system is preparing students for a world that was and that will never be again yeah you know and for a workforce that was and will not be it's a strange thing isn't it yeah um but it's all i can also see how it's necessary and it's it'd be really hard to make it anything else um unless everything else became something else education is going to have to continue being what it is until everything changes um a lot of people think education is one of the leverage points where you can make change in the world it's not Mm. it's not it's it's the back wheels of the car education it follows along that's not not one of the leverage points no and although it seems so fundamental to how we run our day as Mm. a family 
and you know it fits nicely into the work day and all of those things that yeah. seem to just flow it really just is bonkers mm. like it's bonkers to see that actually what you're doing right now is from 20 years ago and really it's got nothing to do with anything that's yeah. coming yeah that's it um it's so, a shocking realization so the land so observing the land and actually you know um seeing where all those data points are and you know, I, I'm, I know I'm using weird language here, you know, you're observing and collecting data, but, <laughs> but basically you're just coming into a system, into a natural system, and you're becoming part of that system and just engaging in the flow of informatics throughout that, that bioregion, you know, yeah. um, and, and that's the thing. It's being able to track these things, story these things, you know, because narrative is important. You and know, at some um, point you realize you are part of it surely yeah. that happens right that's it yeah that's it and and see that's the thing so he's basically you know he, he's out there and he's observing and, and gathering data about his landscape um he's putting these things together and then but what does he do with them because like i said it's just yeah. like being it's like doing art okay you might be a skilled artist you can draw the hell out of an apple or a nude mm. or whatever um but so if it doesn't mean yeah. anything, if you can't make meaning, nuanced meaning, layered meaning in there, and you can't interpret the same, then it's not art. It's just yeah. decoration. You know, yeah. in the same way, coming into a, a natural system, it's now you have to make meaning of it. So what stories does he make, mm. you know, of the paths, the sort of narrative paths he's making through the landscape? What story does he make to embed all this this meaning, yeah. this knowledge, and, and and to build layers of meaning into that. And, and see, and then it's... the exciting thing is that you can start building curriculum in there. So you've got these kind of mnemonics, these living, this living landscape and these inner maps that he's carrying around mm -hmm. where all of his knowledge he's learning about maths, science, uh, Shakespeare, anything, yeah. that these can be connected meaningfully to, um, oh, that tree. That yeah. tree that we that we've been observing that gets the gets the blue flowers, you know that uh, that crow's nest, you know um, that we that we're watching seasonally, that these become oh well that's you know this quadratic equations are there you know, um, and it's like a scaffold for all of the things, but you're in that place so that it's more meaningful in in terms of learning so it becomes much more natural and easier for somebody to learn things at their own pace surely yeah. and in, in the most natural way possible yeah that's it yeah and look so it's um and so people would say that this is unstructured that it's um that it's just random and it's a, a child following their whims from moment to moment but it's not really it's being structured by country then yeah. that learning and of course then you lay a community onto that as well but we'll yeah. get to that um you know so all these things the all the cycles and flows of country and community uh you know basically being the the teachers and providing the curriculum uh for there but then you also need to be able to show you know which you have the skills to do that from your former professional life yeah um you know you'll have the skills to be able to go through the you know the the curriculum and oh, what are the pillars of the early childhood curriculum what's the national curriculum say what are all the learning outcomes yeah. and you know so you'll be able to project you know with basic knowledge of seasons and who's in your community and all that sort of stuff you know basically what's going to happen yeah. and you, you'll yeah. be able to line that up and just while while you've got broad time frames so like you know that it's cricket season here so that therefore cricket will be happening in there but you know you don't know the exact week that he's going to learn yeah catching or whatever but the opportunity for it happens in that time yeah, frame yeah but it's there so you can you know you can put all that in your unit plans but he just sort of you know free ranges through and you can tick these things off as he goes you know um oh, i like the sound so then, of that <laughs> so you line you line it up and you can show he's achieved you know mm -hmm. um these milestones these milestones he's um yep he's gone through he's yep he's he's passed all these things um you know and you can show and you can date them date them when you when you observe them happening yeah um you can even if you're finding that okay he hasn't picked that up 
you know, you can instigate that by putting things in his way um, for him yeah. to come across, you know. Um, okay. And even like, you know, he because he has agency there, you know, as you go along, you can talk to him about, oh, so when are we going to pick up this one? Yeah. You know, you, um, um, yeah, we need to, we need to work out this divided by concept, you know, uh, where we're breaking things down and, and seeing, you know, how they can be grouped that way. So, you know, I, I want to look at some of those things that you're doing. What about your rock collection? Could we do that with the rock collecting? Um, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you, your, your bridge to the learning is from a place where you're at. Yeah. Re reaching into that space that you don't quite know, yeah. you know, that, and it's, it's an easier walk than yeah. a big jump and small slots of time. Yeah. And I mean, you, you, so you're going to need to be able to show the people who are inspecting you yeah. um, that you're meeting the age and stage requirements. Um, yeah. That's usually not a problem for um, good homeschoolers. Yeah. Um, because usually they're way ahead really fast. Sure. And so you have uh, quite a bit of time up your sleeve and a lot of leeway. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, I mean, well, for a start, there's, there isn't much learning time, that actual deep learning time and engagement that happens in the school day. You know, yeah. you, it's, you, there's a lot of, you know, it's more about learning a, a structure, a structured work to environment to. and responding to bells and, and commands and, and, and all these sorts of things and so mm -hmm. you know, it's moving students from one place to the next so many times in a day you end up with not very much you know intensive deep deeply engaging learning time yeah so how many hours that, would you think that that would be then out of oh, i can't i can't remember the study um it's an older study less than 20 years old yeah um, okay one that i'm thinking of and, and i'm sure there have been others since and i'm sure they've looked at trying to um maximize that time yeah yeah <laughs> in that Squeezing time all their testing in and it's, around it's, it all it's you know i can't imagine still that it would be much more than a couple of hours yeah okay you that's know, well that's interesting get. i mean I've, there's figures like you know it's 40 minutes mm. of actual time <laughs> in a school day kind of thing like well there were back in the day i'm not sure what it is now but i can't imagine it would be much better than a couple of hours so you know a, a homeschooler who who becomes deeply involved in in a project that's actually um pulling together a, a lot of different disciplines yeah you know, um yeah it, it, that it can be you know that can be quite amazing because you'll find they're doing i mean it's there's no end of the school day you know they'll be at yeah. eight o'clock at night they'll be coming back to it it's yeah. like no you know I'm, we've got to go and see this yeah <laughs> there was a school that did that in South Australia, yeah, um, and this was like fifteen years ago or something, and they they had they they were the absolute bottom of everything, mm. like in terms of the test scores. Yeah, they were you know, like really low socioeconomic background, bottom of the state, like really terrible. And there was a, a principal. I still talk to him today. I was talking to him um, day before yesterday, but he just went. He he decided to just throw the whole curriculum out and. Yeah. He just said they're, they're doing big projects, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, it was, and the one that I observed, um, yeah, the class that I observed, they were, they were breeding fish. Yeah, right. Well, doing, yeah. Not just breeding fish, but they were as, as a, like a, you know, an abstract experiment for a, a, a lesson for, to tick off on the curriculum. They were running a fish breeding, breeding business. And it, I did not recognize amazing. it as a classroom. I walked in, there were no desks. Yeah. No blackboard, anything like that. Every Ooh. wall, every wall was covered in fish tanks. Uh, there <laughs> was no the sound of this. There was no teacher there. There's like 20 kids walking around in lab coats, lab coats <laughs> with like clipboards and devices. They're taking, <sighs> they're measuring temperatures, they're collecting eggs, yeah. they're cleaning tanks, they're you know, they're making phone calls and, you know, I said I wanted it by Friday. God damn it. I got 20 guppies here. To meet. You know, um, I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm like, Where the hell's the teacher? And, you know, so I go out the back and the teacher's there, papers everywhere, just madly scribbling. So the teacher's observing the students and madly just trying to keep up. With oh, that's so funny. Yeah. And they just got so accelerated ahead. See? 
they, so they started behind and they ended up accelerating ahead and, and made a, a really big splash. They didn't really talk up much how it was being done, but it was celebrated in the newspapers. This school is, you know, it's, it's smashed all the records. And that was, that was within a year. Just they imagine were, what this world would be tough. like. And this was on, this was on the, um, like the NAPLAN tests. So yeah. on the literacy numeracy tests, they were scoring higher than like way above the state average and better than a lot of the private schools, uh, they just smashed it. And so the, well, the government then came in and said, well, we want to reward your success. You know, we, we want to mm. give you more funding. You, you're one of the lowest, lowest funded schools around. Like, yeah, they'd raise their own money. They used what was lying around <laughs> the community. Yeah. There were a whole, bu- a whole bunch of old fish tanks no one was using. So boom, you know, they used what was lying around. But, you know, they saw that here's $10 million kind of thing. And they went, yeah, great. And then they said, well, you know, we want you to run, we want you to keep doing your model for success, but we're going to need you to teach to the test. Because imagine the outcomes that you could get now, now that you've got these kids engaged, imagine the outcomes if you started teaching to the test. And so they did. And within six months, they were at the bottom again. Well, that's what's happening, isn't it? You know, that's what so it's this, all about. Um, mostly, what I wanted you to get from that story was the idea of you know um, this idea of multidisciplinary projects. Yeah. So that yeah. was everything. That was biology. Um, you know that that was money, maths. It was um, everything. Massive amounts of science, like <laughs> no. Yeah, life. They, so they were having to. They had to do statistics for that yeah, and yeah. that's like but they had to do not like teach okay we're going to learn statistics yeah okay, because for a part of our our fish uh, theme it's like no 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 it was the kids were like oh my god how are we going to track this and so the teacher said we're well, going to need you need a graph yeah what the hell is a graph we need to count the fish oh, i can show you that <laughs> or even better i can show you a website we'll take you through how to make those yeah i love it um love you know what i mean idea. And so it's it's the um, it's the desire, it's that cultural desire, and that cultural capital that's going on there, that's producing the impetus, you know, for the inquiry, and yeah. it's fostering the curiosity. I want to do this. I want to build yeah. a bloody um, and um, allowing it. Like, I want to build know. a mud brick cubby house. Yeah. All right. What the hell do you well, need? How to do we do it? That? Yeah. 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 Well, you know, oh, I know old Jack down the road, he did a, a cob pizza oven. So um, let's go down and spend a day with him and, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you can have a nice pizza. How does that sound? Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, you know? I'm loving the sound of this way. And um, I actually picked up a couple of books by Fridjof Capra. Um, I did his systems uh life course last last year and thought it was really interesting and there was like even some 13 year olds on it you know it was great yeah um but he's got a beautiful book um learning from leonardo i think it's called and it's got all of the information out of leonardo's um journals that was never published and no one you know was really across any of the things that he'd found before everyone else but it's super interesting because he covered so many different areas and um i think that is the point because my son one of his strengths is that once he's onto something he has hyper focus it's hard to pull him away from something so it's finding that project that's going to just go yep it's going to include all this stuff but within a framework of following the seasons and connecting to country. So I'm kind of like feeling, I'm really, really excited yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really feeling like this is going to be one of those um, most memorable experiences of my life. Definitely. Mm. But it's mm. also, it's hard to navigate and to do the right thing because really a different kind of framework is required. Mm. If, if all of the kids in the world were let loose to work on projects like that, imagine mm. how quickly so many of yeah. the things we're dealing with would be solved. Mm. Well, look, I never, um, I never got to visit a, a Montessori high school, but, um, but I heard heaps about them. Like some of the ones in Italy are kind of like they, you know, they have land. Yeah. And the, the kids are just like, all right, so you finished primary school now. Um, 
you're going to make a farm. Yeah. Know, yeah. From, That's from just scratch amazing, isn't it? And, and run it. And yeah. then you graduate when you're, um, you know, when it's making enough money to support your. Yes. Uh, off you go. <laughs> We're leaving now. <laughs> bye. <laughs> no, it's not like bye. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's, it's those big projects. I mean, I, I did. Um, Look, we, you know, with, with one class, I, I had a class that was, you know, the lowest performing class um, in the lowest performing school in one state um, mm. that I had. And, and um, you know, they, they we ended up doing a beehive business. Yeah. 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 And, we were, you know, creating bee, like actually making beehives as well, like constructing them and oh, fantastic. doing a whole heap of, oh, and a whole heap of merch, like t shirts and stuff like that. Awesome. Ending up, um, you know, uh, incorporating international trade. So they, they had to learn, they had to learn a foreign language so that wow. they could um, create promotional materials, yep. you know, to try yep. and sell some of their, their products in, the, in another <laughs> country. Um, yeah, that, that was six months and they, yeah, they, they came top of the school and they came top of the state for, um, for that semester for their, uh, for their assessment tasks. Yeah, it's just you know? fascinating. And they, they started out like, like your talk, like we're talking about year nine students who couldn't write their own name. Yeah. At the start, and within within six months, they're they're doing it in three different languages. All because of the and, amount of time that they're allowed, plus something. Oh, that's really they were just engaged. They're doing yeah. day they day and night. They're weekends working on it, you know, because um, they're fully engaged. And they're really it's excited. Just amazing. They're making money, and then but then see that that runs into problems. So we just had to get a bit dodgy and and do everything cash. Um, <laughs> So it's, you know, it's not something that can work in, you know, but, um, you know, you can have a bit of that going on when homeschool. Hey, I'm putting, um, I'm giving you a link here yeah. to the yarn um, that we had recently on the podcast with um, Fritjof Capra. Oh, oh. System stuff. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah man. Brilliant. That, that was so cool to get to yeah. talk to him. It's like, you know, when he's you just fabulous. Yeah. Um, um, and he's so giving of of his time and his yeah. you know he spends when, when you do that um his course he's literally on there on doing all of the reading all the um feedback and question answering all the questions for the yeah. whole time like yeah. it's just amazing um so yeah we're definitely going to follow some of that and yeah I'm, i've See, just got to work no, out um, i get no guru flags from from fritjof no, no cultish stuff going on there. No weirdness. Um, yeah, no, no, no white supremacy. Um, none of it. Um, it's it's like no. a, it's a very rare thing, you know. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, where someone's selling a course out of their their theoretical perspective and their uh -huh. their thing of study that that doesn't turn out to be a um, a nightmare. <laughs> I, I think he does it more because he's interested to see what comes back to him. Yeah, that's what I saw happening anyway. Well, his his passion is life. Yeah, he, he likes to see yeah. life and and increase and complexity um, mm. and relations just yeah. developing, you know. And that's um, and that's the thing, and that's uh, that's not that's an, it, isn't it's, it? it's not an industry. That's um, that's just a. Uh, a species behavior <laughs> yeah. wouldn't it be nice to do a few of those in yeah, some sort of in some sort of habitat and some sort of community yep. yeah yeah that's this is the problem with homeschooling is that you know it does take a village and often that burden is on one parent yeah um to be yeah. a village like a an entire village I say don't even attempt it mm. don't even attempt it it's like you know um you know the land is your teacher and there's there are teachers you know human and non-human out in that landscape and yeah. in your you know in the community around you there there will be teachers there will be mentors be people who love to do stuff um with you there, there always are so yeah. kind of you are you're in a learning management role you're facilitating um, the connections that are needed and the context that are needed uh, for the student to, you know, become an independent, autonomous, yeah. self-managed um, learner. 
which I ironically like, would better set them up for the current economy than than the current education system would. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, I, I think that that's you know totally true, and I I also look at this as just a huge learning experience for myself because it's a challenge for me. It was a challenge for me to even email you and ask to talk to you actually. Yeah, yeah. So you know, me being able to advocate and speak up for for community mm. that's that's something different mm. you know i have a lot of experience speaking in a business context and i spend a lot of time working mm. <laughs> but this is different this is kind of allowing and watching the seasons and um you know really really taking time to be interested and listen to to what that driver is in someone else. And that takes human connection to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So and there's uh, just there's not much of a safety net. You're not often going to be going in and that that network will be pre-existing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So and if it is, like I said, it's usually full of weirdos. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um yeah. but I'm I'm all for just showing up right now and yeah. in some spot and expecting something might happen yeah nice going with that <laughs> yep well you know reading country you're walking through and you know you're starting out you're following where the water would go you know oh. you're looking for um you know things that are pointing to things you're looking and that that big first concept of same and different um to begin to understand the places in between and yeah, you know, that's it's the same thing as moving through this this landscape here. You know, it's the same way you do with a you know a wasteland with a disrupted landscape as well. You know, you're looking for those things because that's how you begin to find, you know, all the little leverage points where you begin to care for country and bring country back back to life again. It's the same with your your son's mind, yeah, and habits of learning that have been damaged. You mm. know, it's finding those leverage points uh, to yeah. make that live again. It's, you know, finding ways to build some kind of um, semblance of a, you know, or, of a community as well within that or a, or a sense of that. It, it feels good. And I, I really, um, you know, it gives me hope mm. that, that in a simple way by paying attention and observing something that's external to myself or external Mm. to ourselves can just you know bring that connection and foster learning i mean you can't get more scientific than observation Mm. so you know i really think that that whole sense of curiosity is going to be there and it's not that i you know i I really it it can only spark curiosity can't it because unless you got your eyes shut well even if you had your eyes shut you're still going to be listening to things what's the water sound like which way is it going Mm. um yeah so Mm. it's impossible not to have an effect Mm. Mm. so then you know there's so there's all your your average you you know not even just aboriginal pedagogy it's a human pedagogy you know yeah um it's it's all in there you're going, you know, land, community, you know, the places in between, um, story. Yeah. You know, image, meaning, you know, yeah. meaning, making sense, making in relation to and between all of those things in different combinations, you know, and, you know, above all, our connection and coming into relation and learning how to be in good relation with humans and non-humans mm. you know and just constantly building that complexity and that the relational space in between um you know constantly be complexifying and beautifying that space um because that's where the learning is that's where the knowledge is that's where it's all kept um yeah, yeah. and i think that's that's possible it's possible in any environment as long as you have time Yep. And you'd be able to maintain food and shelter while you're doing it. Oh, that's that's right. You just have to yeah, make a bit of a sacrifice in the... Yeah. But I don't see it as a sacrifice, really. I kind of see it as 
fundamental to my own growth. Yeah. You know, I, I think that this is an opportunity for me to, yeah, I, I don't know, uh, learn some skills that I didn't get yeah. growing yeah. up. Um, well, if, if, if homeschooling results in your isolation, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's about, it's about increasing your connectedness yeah. uh, in the world. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's mm. really, really great. Yeah. <laughs> it's good Thanks. that you've, yeah. And you're lucky, lucky enough to be resourced well enough to be able to do it. Um, which is also really important. I have to check that with people too. There's too many people go, ah, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I feel inspired now after I've read that book and now I'm, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, I'm going to just chuck it all in. I'm going to quit my job and homeschool my, my kids. Oh. oh, yeah, have you, so what, you you own your house? or No, 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 paying rent. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to pay the rent? Oh, you know, Jesus will take care of that or whatever, you know, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. but, you know, maybe you won't too. Uh-huh. other thing. That's um, right. Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, now I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The realities of it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got to be careful. I, I don't talk much about education anymore. I've, I've caused too many problems talking about education for people. Like, you well, know, te teachers who sort of quit their jobs and oh, I'm going to walk away and... <laughs> go bush yeah. or something it's like oh man no don't do that it's not what you meant <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the idea <laughs> yeah i guess sometimes people some people make really rash and opposite direction kind of decisions to reconcile what's going on in other people's yeah. opinions especially when their eyes get open to the reality yeah. street yeah um but yeah, you do. You've got to think about it. I mean, mm. it's a it's a big sacrifice, and uh, yeah, I, I think um, you know it, it's not easy. And mm. uh, like I said, also you're going mm. through that whole um, going wow that that whole institution that I relied on thinking that was just how things are is yeah. not really running the way it should. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh, you you really got to keep a muzzle on your critiques of the institutions too because if yeah. in the end that begins to inform your practice yeah you know like yeah. your practice is just defined as being not that yeah you just end up going the wrong way and yeah you're also then you're disconnecting yourself and you're, you're becoming in bad relation to the reality and you know your context yeah. is your reality is those institutions exist yeah. and you do need to be on good terms yeah <laughs> of course them. and your child actually needs to be learning as he goes along how all these institutions work how the world works how you know the quite abusive you know economic system etc works and you know we'll have to be able to master it um yeah you know otherwise it won't just be at a disadvantage it'll, it'll be um just horrendous you can't teach students you know, f to prepare them for the world as you would like it to be. Mm. You've got to prepare the students for the world as it is, which is constantly changing, so they can be shifting with that. But then also for your best, your best guess as to what the world will be. Um, That's an interesting one, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and and that's that takes a hard look because you know it's going to be a lot of things that you don't want it to be yeah yeah yes and you know maybe that's always the way it is mm. now you know mm. maybe it kind of has been like that for a lot of people all the yeah. time yeah um but you know I, this could also just be a temporary way of being for a period of time until things might work out differently for him i don't know like yeah. i i really am unsure of what the future holds all i know is right now that this way of being doesn't sit right and as a human you can't continually try to make yourself fit if you don't 
Mm. Um, it's bad for your health. Yeah. Um, so you just got to try a different way and this feels right. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I think you sound like you're onto it and you're actually conscientious, you know, <laughs> and, and <Thanks>. realistic <laughs> and realistic, but then also really strongly committed. Look, that's also so important. You know, a lot of people just object and, um, and disengage, yeah. but they're not doing it conscientiously. Yeah. Um, Sometimes people get angry. Yeah. And, and that's perfectly understandable as to the why, but yeah. it's, um, it's, it's incredibly damaging for them. They're, they're doing long-term damage to um, themselves and their families and everything else. It's, um, you know, you have to have a bit of a game plan. Mm. Yeah. I never, yeah, never fight a battle unless you're absolutely certain you, you can win and that it's going to make a difference. <laughs> well yeah you you yeah. want to put your energy in the right place don't you yeah, exactly yeah um and i you know i, I think this is it and yeah. really just listening to you know those words of of starting out and following mm. the water really yeah yeah m makes it seem it just sounds like straight away you're like oh okay i know what i'm gonna yeah, do it, like i can see your mind working yeah <laughs> and so yeah. and that's so much better than following a um you know, like a heuristic, like, like following a model, a mm. pedagogy model. Yeah. So I know your initial interest was in a model that I made was. like a dozen years ago for a particular yeah. community in New South yeah. Wales. And you're like, you know, and that would have ended up with you going, okay, it's Wednesday. So now we are going to do the nonlinear yeah, okay. activity, you know. <laughs> yeah. Is that because you aligned it to the quality framework that it had, it, the, could you have done it yeah. differently? Well, it was, it was a very, it was a dialogical dialogical model that was aimed at finding um uh finding a dialogical space between the community and the um you know the curriculum framework and pedagogy framework of gotcha. the state in that place at that yeah. time yeah so it was particularly for a time and place mm -hmm. and aimed at um bringing two communities together that were um that had not communicated well yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what that was about. It was about mm. um, creating a safe uh, place mm -hmm. for teachers, yeah, you know, and community in you know a, a safe ground in the middle with a bit yeah. of a common meta language to start off, like as a starting okay. point. Yeah. You know, so you know, as a as a model to follow, I just say most models, most frameworks, I would say, you know. Uh, take the general vibe of it and do, oh. your, own, do your own thing. Yeah. You know, so, um, so I'm to, thinking don't, like in. Don't follow something from another place. Yeah. Mm. I thought it was interesting in terms of my understanding how I might uh, keep records for demonstrating how this. I have a framework. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. But yeah. I think well, you use you use the mainstream one for yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, get, you get hold of that national curriculum. Yeah. You know, you find all of the outcomes that need to be met. You know, and the general kind of uh, things, and you um, you tick them off as he does them. Yeah. And keep um, examples of his work that can mm -hmm. back up. He's met yeah. this milestone. You know what I mean? He yes. he knows how to use a semicolon. Um, he can do a, um, you know, a procedural text over 200 words or, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's auditable. Just, yeah. <laughs> so you'll see them all. And then it's the creative work that you'll be involved with is how to, how to work those things into the inquiry and projects that he's, yeah. he's really following and is passionate about, you know, in a way, like I said, with the fish, fish farm earlier, yeah in the way of oh well you'll need a graph for that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. oh it's brilliant yeah i um yeah th thank you so much for yeah oh, no worries well thank knowledge. you because like i said we um 
yeah, I can share, I, I get inquiries like this all the time and, and I can never keep up with them. So I'll be able to actually share this with other people if you're happy. Yeah, of course. I think yeah. that would be fabulous. And um, please send me a copy too so I can pass it on to some of my friends that are sort of floundering. Yeah, absolutely. At the well, this, it might be a way for people to find you as well. And um, yeah, because you, know, be you, you, you seem quite across across this. And, well, I'm willing to talk about it. We have a, a, an unusual capacity to be able to under, understand those things and go, oh, yeah, I can see how I would be able to do that. Mm. Um, yeah. You know? Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. And I'm willing like, uh, to help, you know? I felt I mean, like you didn't even need the examples, the specific examples. Oh, no, it's really, I think mm. the, the key... But other people will. <laughs> other people will. And yeah. I, I, I'm really appreciating... Um, you know, that connection piece, because I, I really, I, I sense that's going to be a, a real game changer for our situation right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's going to be, you know, healing someone's really poor self-esteem, I expect, being able yeah. to, to follow things and notice mm. things and have mm. that surprise, learn that um, that curiosity all over again, you know? Yeah. Yeah yeah mm -hmm. awesome all right well yeah brilliant thank you so yeah. much thank you so much um, um yeah i'll be watching that uh great talking listening to, to that yeah 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 for sure I'll, <laughs> I'll flick that straight over to you um, um.